Hi, friend. You are listening to Boldly Created Podcast. Join your favorite duo as they bring on guests from all walks of life and allow you to feel like you are sitting with your besties chatting about life, Jesus, and navigating your 20s. Check in weekly for new episodes and laughs. Now, grab your favorite drink and sit back and enjoy the show. Hey guys, welcome back to the Boldly Created Podcast. We are already on season four, episode 12. 12. That sounds so professional. Right? <laughs> this week we have a fun guest. She's a returner and she's a good friend of ours. And we got to co-line Dream Big with her. We have Kirsten Abernathy. Kirsten Abernathy, y'all. Now don't get it confused with our last week guest, Kirsten Martin. Sound the same, different people, we promise. Yes, yes. <laughs> very similar, but different people. And she brings a really good, really good worship song for us to dissect. I'm literally obsessed with the song now. Mm. So good. It's so good, y'all. <laughs> All right. For this 60-second segment, because our lives are kind of boring and dull right now, we thought it would be fun just to ask random questions to each other. So my first question is, who is your favorite TikTok account? <laughs> Bold and creative. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Check us out on TikTok, y'all. Nice plug, but on the real. <laughs> on the real. So mine is definitely this Christian couple on TikTok. They're literally adorable. You've probably seen them, but their names are Taylor and Sophia and their handle is Taylor and Soph. Y'all got to go see. They just got married. They're so cute. I can't. They're They're also connected with two other TikTok families that are really cute. And one of the families really close to Abby and Matt, who's like a really big TikTok. So it's kind of funny seeing all of like the community (laughs) TikTok connected. They just come together. (laughs) Happy family. Why are you excited about Easter? Ooh, I love Easter services because I feel like I've been to a a lot of Easter services from like different do- denominations of mm-hmm. churches and they all have like the common denominator of like chains are breaking and it's just cool to see like my family experience it and it's just really cool to just see how powerful he is and in that room just like physically see chains breaking among like the people there. It's really mm-hmm. cool. Awesome. What about you? Um, this year is different, so it's my first year without my family, so I'm kind of excited to see how that is, Yeah. but I'm having a lot of the girls over after for brunch, so, like, I'm excited about, you know, Easter itself and what it means, but I'm also really excited to, like, have community with the girls from my church after. Mm-hmm. What is one non-traditional thing that you like doing during the time of Easter? I guess dying Easter eggs, like, it's definitely not biblical, but it's always something my family's done, and it's just, it's fun. <laughs> it's fun. What about you? Okay, I know I'm 23 years old. I got that, but I also still get Easter baskets. <laughs> so, like, I like that because it's, like, free stuff. Yeah, why not? <laughs> what is the Lord currently teaching you? Mm, we we love this question, don't we? We, we ask do. each other this question all the time. Um. There's purpose in this season, even though I'm really looking forward to my next season of life. Um, And that like, there's still things that I have to do in this season before I can get to the next season. What about you? Um, I would say two things. One, to be present with what I have and not worry about what I don't have or what will come to be. Um, But then also I was talking to someone yesterday and I think this is really important to know that like, nothing's about you 
but the Lord will use you and use you to the point of you needing to be what you needed in one season for someone else. Mm -hmm. So I think he's teaching me that, that like, sometimes I wonder like, okay, why am I doing all these things? Why do I sometimes, you know, have the heart that I do without receiving anything back, but it's not about me. It's about what they need and what I might have needed in one season that they need right now that I can offer. Yeah. yeah. Without further ado, here is Kirsten Abernathy. Hey guys, we're back with another episode of season four. Woo woo! <laughs> we're excited woo. about this one. <laughs> you guys, I am so excited for this guest because if you were at the Dream Big event or if you woo. knew anything about the Dream Big <laughs> event, we have got the Kirsten Abernathy herself from woo Table woo. for Two on <laughs> the line. <laughs> oh my goodness. I love you guys. I'm so excited. <laughs> We are so excited to have you here. It is so cool having you on the podcast now after meeting you in person and yeah. collabing with you for an event. <laughs> so yes. crazy. Life is crazy. Um, I guess before we get started, like what was your takeaway from the yes. event? Yes. Oh man. I it was so amazing. I feel like the Lord showed up in such a special way. Like it was just really cool to one not only be in that room but just see just to see the different like backgrounds of everyone in the room just worshiping together and I don't know it just felt like such a real moment like Mm -hmm. and maybe that's because you know table for two I'm just a stickler for like the authenticity of things but uh yeah my takeaway was that it doesn't take much to gather in a room and encourage one another yes it's like going back to the basics like they're still good just as good yes yes (laughs) So I guess, I guess let's just jump into it. And what song did you pick? So I chose a song called Easy by Mercy Culture Worship. And it is my favorite song. (laughs) It is such a good song. Oh, yeah. What led you to choosing this song? So this song has kind of been like an anthem for me. I honestly discovered it on accident. Like I was just, you know on youtube just listening to music (laughs) and i found this worship leader like just leading this song and honestly it encouraged me i was just watching and then suddenly i was like wait these lyrics are like so good like i feel like i need to sit with this for a long Mm. time yeah and so i chose it because i've just been like really dissecting the song for myself and really like sitting with it letting it minister to me so i just felt like it was the perfect song to pick Mm. oh my gosh as you should have (laughs) (laughs) I love that the Lord led you to this song because as I was listening to it, I really thought about both of the ministries that are present right now. Mm -hmm. And you know me, Lily. I love looking back (laughs) on what the song means. And Kirsten, I don't know if you did this, but I watched um, like the story behind the song and I got to hear (laughs) the pastors. And I remember um, the one guy said like, we get so wrapped up in Christianity being so hard and ministry being so hard. And we forget that it's so easy for God. Like Mm -hmm. he is a God who does the impossible. He walks on water. So if he can walk on water, he can carry the burden we're holding. That seems impossible to us. Mm -hmm. Um, So I just love the song. I think it's so perfect for this discussion of who is here and <laughs> what we've been through and what we're creating through the Lord. Um, yeah. So yeah, I just, I love that you picked this. 
Yes, it's honestly like such an all-encompassing song, like mm-hmm. down to the lyrics, down to just everything about it. And I'm so glad we all get to talk about it. Yeah. Yes, I'm so pumped. Oh, <laughs> such a good one. <laughs> Relating this song back to your own ministry of Table for Two, like what does this mean for you in that, like specifically? Mm, yeah, I think like, honestly, it couldn't have come in a more perfect season. Mm-hmm. I think dealing with the podcast, like, and I don't say dealing as in like, oh, this is like, what a burden. Yeah. <laughs> but really just like navigating, like, you know, like we have all talked in our own personal conversations about like the fact that I am only one person right now yeah. <laughs> um, with the podcast and just, you know, with life and college and, you know, simply just trying to get through life as an adult and also doing podcasting, it can get very exhausting and mm-hmm. draining. And I feel like I'm only two seasons in and I've already like had to take so many breaks and just, you know, reframe what it looks like to be podcasting. And I was putting a lot of pressure on myself to like come back. And I'm like, these people are going to think I am such a flake. Like whoever's listening, they're like, this girl said she was back and now she's not. (laughs) Um, And so I think like the Lord has just been, when it comes to podcasting, like just reminding me, like, first of all, no one says you have to be as consistent as you thought you had yeah. to be. But yeah. second of all, all you got to really do is just like sit down, grab the microphone and just spend time with me, first of all. And mm. then just like, it's not a lot. And I think that reminded that if I'm just sitting down and spending time with Jesus and letting it flow from his presence mm-hmm. and what happens in my time with him, then it might be a lot easier than I'm trying to make it. Mm. Mm, that's good that yeah so good. it's like if he's involved it's so much easier and yeah. we have seen that so yeah. many times <laughs> yes I think that people often like hear oh you have a podcast that's so cool and they kind of like want to do one yeah. and that's awesome like do it but I think that people also don't understand it's so much more than just talking into a microphone mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's that's a good thing and a bad thing like it just depends on the season of life that you're in and so with that I also think like I love that you just said like just picking out the microphone and spending time with him because if it's of him, it's going to be easy. Like someone said to me once, it was like, if this is of the Lord, it's not going to be hard. It's going to be, um, it's going to happen. I don't want to say it's going to be easy because life is never easy and God doesn't necessarily make things easy, but he makes them possible. It goes back to the fact of like, he's impossible. Like everything with him is possible. Some encouragement for you, Kirsten, is just to realize that like consistency looks different in everyone's walk and Mm -hmm. in every season. Because I know for us, for Boldly, we had two seasons really other than season one where like we in September we posted one episode and then we finished it in May and so it was like very interesting of like wow this really wasn't consistent and I would get mad at myself because I was the one editing and publishing but I had to realize like that's okay like it looks different for everyone and now we are more consistent Mm -hmm. because this season is different than that season so I think like also whether you're doing a podcast or you have a business or you're just a person living life (laughs) like don't compare your walk with the Lord to someone else's walk because it's not going to be the same it's not Mm -hmm. on the same timeline so it's going to look so different because if God wanted you to have that life he would have had you be that person but you are your person Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's so good. I received that encouragement. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, that's so cute. I love that. Is oh I love that. I need more people to say that. <laughs> I need to say that. <laughs> that's so much better than being like, oh no, like yeah. Uh. I love that. I really do love that. 
It's like Emma K's episode where she's like, accept the good work yes. that the Lord has done in you instead of being like, nah. nah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love that's that. True. That's oh, so man, good. that's so good. So something that we've been doing is asking if you have a favorite line or lyric. And it's definitely okay if you don't, but just curious. Oh, goodness. <laughs> oh, okay. I think I have two. Okay. So I think the first verse, it talks about... Um, um, it says, turns out I was just striving mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and to make someone proud. And like, Jesus just says, come to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and that like, man, when I heard that mm-hmm. I was in my room, like, I'm pretty sure my jaw was like on the floor. Like I just, because that's just something that, I mean, the Lord knows me obviously, but, <laughs> um, striving is such a thing. Like it's, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's in the context of ministry or relationships or just life in general, I have been someone who can strive and try to do that. Um, and so I think just remembering that that's not what Jesus asked of me, first of all. So already I was wrecked. Um, but <laughs> then, of course, <laughs> I think the bridge, it just mm-hmm. completely shows like how Jesus goes against the grain in every way. Yeah. Um, and the fact that it says you heal on the Sabbath and sleep through the storm. Yes. You walk on the water. It's easy mm-hmm. for you. And like, when I heard that, I literally screamed in my room. Like, I was like, oh my gosh. I was so good. Like, like, first of all, Jesus is a boss. But second of all, like, the more I listened to it, the Lord, he almost gave me like the perspective of, you know, Reckless Love by Corey Asprey. Like, mm-hmm. that's not just him trying to be cool. Like, that's part yeah. of him trying to like get to us mm-hmm. um, and realizing like approaching him is just simple and we just overcomplicate it Mm -hmm. and so yeah that's probably my favorite line because not only does it remind me of his power but just the fact that I can access that just by spending time with him and yeah so those two are definitely my favorite lines of the song Mm -hmm. oh yeah so powerful I love that line because I actually used it today when I met with a girl and I relate it back to Galatians 1 10. And like, it's, I think it's literally always like one of my favorite verses of just like, are you trying to please people? Are you trying to please God? Cause if you're trying to please people, you're not a servant of Christ. And like, literally I'm like a people pleasing queen. Like Mm -hmm. half of the time I'm more worried about what other people think or what they're going to say or whatever, rather than like what I want to do. And so like, I just, when that, I'm with you, Kirsten, when that line hit, I was like, wow, like I'm literally like living for someone else to be proud rather than God to be proud. Mm, And like, it's the, it also reminded me of in our prayer service um, this past Sunday, our pastor had said like less of me and more of him. And Mm -hmm. I think that's like so important to realize that like if you're making it more about him and less of yourself, you're not going to overthink it as much too. And it will be easier. Like, sitting in the season of being in an internship in ministry and then also having boldly ministry is so hard Mm -hmm. yes but it's hard when you lose sight of god that's Mm. when it gets the hardest right because when i am just sitting here hearing all the brokenness hearing all the logistical things i'm about to like freak out Mm -hmm. but then i also lose sight of god and why i'm doing ministry and so i think when we are in those positions of like freaking out and just like all the things are falling on our lap. Like, I think we really need to like ask ourselves the questions. Like, why are you doing this? Right. Who are you yeah. doing it for? Are you doing it for God? Or are you doing it for people? Cause if mm-hmm. you're doing it for people, it's not going to work. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> Never does. That's so good. One of the lines that I really liked was freedom 
in your presence, deliverance in your presence, healing in your presence. And I really liked that because I feel like sometimes a lot of people like in this day and age, in our age group, like whatever it may be, they're very like, if they don't know the Lord, they're very focused on like self-help. And like, Mm -hmm. if I do this, like I can receive the healing that like from Mm -hmm. the brokenness in my past or something like that. Um, And it's just not attainable. It's just not possible without him and his power. It's just like a facade. It's an illusion that it exists without him. And I love that because not only is that a great reminder, but it's like, yeah, like we should be seeking that because it's so much more powerful than anything else, especially our own power. And I think that is like, wow, it was, it was really good. Yeah. Yes. So the basis of the song, um, from what I gathered in that video was that it came from Matthew eleven twenty eight through 30. Mm-hmm. And I really had it in my heart just to read all of it. Um, just so y'all can hear this that are listening. Um, it says, come to me all who are weary and burdened and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me for I'm gentle and humble in heart and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Mm-hmm. I just love that. Mm. And I love 28, especially of like, come to me all who are weary and broken mm-hmm. um, and I will yeah. give you rest. And I think that I love that so much because I think we get this perception in our head that like we have to be showered and cleaned and perfect before we can come to him. Mm-hmm. But like he already knows your heart. He knows everything about you. He knows what sin you've done. He's no, he knows what good you've done. Mm-hmm. So like hiding yeah. it from him will do nothing but hurt you. Yeah. And like, he's literally saying like, come as you are, like, do not try to put a mask on or do a facade, like be who I have created you to be and come to me. Yeah. And then I will give you what you need through me. Mm-hmm. Wow. So good. That reminds me of this one as well. This lyric says, what seems big to me is easy to you, which is like obviously like the heart of the song. But that brought me to the verse. It's like his ways are higher than our ways and his Mm -hmm. thoughts are higher than our thoughts. And that goes right into that. It's like we there's no way that we're ever going to compare and we never Mm -hmm. will because he's the only perfect person and will always be that. Nothing can touch that. And I just love that because it's like they go hand in hand. Mm -hmm. So easy for him. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Another lyric I love in there is when it's talking about how we like tried to fight on our own. Mm-hmm. Um, but like the battle's already been won. And just the reminder that we already have victory. And I think mm-hmm. like you guys have said, like it's so easy to just lose sight of mm-hmm. what Jesus has already given us. And that's usually where things go south where we're like, nah, I got to win this battle. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm going to handle this. And God is just like, I mean, he's so loving and kind about it. But sometimes I feel like Jesus is just like, come on really like what are you what are you doing what do you think first of all what are you even fighting from but like also I've already done this for you so like just let me take that and yeah it's just God's just so good that's yeah (laughs) that reminds me of I think I guess you could call this like an activity you can do but it's something where you literally just sit down with a piece of notebook paper or whatever and you literally write down everything that the Lord has done for you like mm-hmm. all the blessings all the answered prayer requests mm-hmm. all the miracles like every single thing you can think literally your whole entire lifetime and then you frame it and you put it on your wall mm-hmm. and you go back and you look at that and when you obviously you add to it as time goes on too but like when you see that when you like whether you walk into your house and you see that you're leaving the house you see that like it is a literal reminder in your face, like a very personal reminder of like, he 
was able to overcome this in my life and this and this and this. So why am I doubting that he's going to do it again? Like this, the, whatever you're facing in that moment, like with him, it's going to be something else on the list, on the next list yeah, that you make. Yeah. And that really reminds me of that because wow, that's powerful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I also think that's where like journaling comes into play too. Like I'm, I've never been a person that loves to like write or do those type of things. I just didn't have the patience to do it until this mm-hmm. year. And like, I love being able to like go through this notebook that I have that I do basically everything in. I almost have to get a new one, but oh. it's so cool because like you were just saying, Lily, like you get to look back and read yeah. about it and then see like him like fixing that and really answering it in his timing. And then you go on to the next stage of life or the next big thing and you're doubting him again. Yeah. And like, mm-hmm. I've been reminded so much this past month of just the disciples and in Matthew, how he just kept saying like, you little of faith, mm-hmm. like you doubt me and you've seen me perform miracles and miracles. And this goes along really well with the song, but also what you're saying. And I kept thinking about Jesus feeding the 5,000 mm-hmm. and how like mm-hmm. his disciples were so doubtful. They were like, how are you going to do this? And then he breaks the bread and points it up to he- like heaven. And then he's able to satisfy them, mm-hmm. like not just feed yeah. them, but satisfy them. And that just shows how he is a miraculous and supernatural mm-hmm. God that will always be able to do far more than we in our fleshly beings could ever do. Yeah. So like no matter the circumstance that you're walking through, whether it is like a death or just the biggest heartbreak or just something financial, something that you literally feel like there's no way out of. Right. Trust him. Like just Mm. put it at his feet and like surrender it to him. But Mm. like actually say that out loud and be like, Lord, I'm giving this to you. I'm laying it at your feet. And it was never my burden to carry in the first place. So here it is. Right. And like take up your cross daily with him. Not when it's hard, but daily. Mm -hmm. Because like if you don't, you have nothing else to fall back on. Mm, that's so real. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, no, I think to go off of that, like, it's so true. And I think it's so amazing to me that, yeah, there's so much, even like what you said, that connects to the, the song. Uh, one of the lines of love is it says, we've surrendered to your yoke. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, he included the disciples in that. And I love that in the song, it talks about how Jesus promised he would teach us Mm. to do what he does and I think it's just so cool like when you connect the fact that the disciples got to be a part of that miracle Mm -hmm. um and how every day we get to be a part of what Jesus is trying to do in the earth but yet we can't do it without his presence Mm -hmm. um and so yeah it just uh yeah just so much that connects back to just being attached to his spirit and how really simple it is to just do whatever it is he's calling us to when we keep our eyes fixed on it yeah Mm. That's like the lyric, it says, teach me to do what you do. I want to be like you. And I was yes. like, anytime that I think of that, like be more like Jesus and less like me, it's the Zach Williams song, like mm-hmm. less like me. Cause that, yeah. that's literally the chorus <laughs> and it's so good. And it's such like a good, like thing to literally just wake up and be like today, like yeah. resetting mm-hmm. every day, like picking up your cross daily and being like, I need to be more like Jesus and less like me today. And I think that's mm-hmm. just like, everything else follows when, when that's your mm-hmm. attitude and your heart posture, it's like everything else falls into place. I love hearing what people think about different things. Like you just said, like you think of that song. Yeah. And when I hear of, um, 
less of me and more of him. I actually think of Paul and just his bold statement in first Corinthians when he says, imitate me. Mm. And I said this to someone yesterday. I was like, I don't think I'm in a place where I could boldly say to someone, imitate me and that be a reflection of Christ. Mm. And how bold of it to be of Paul to say, imitate me because he was so much like Christ and trying to strive to be an image bearer of him. Mm -hmm. And so I love that because it's like, are we living a life that we can actually say to people that we are discipling and Mm -hmm. that we are leading and that are watching us and say, imitate me and know that we're imitating Christ? Yeah. Mm. That's big. That is a whole word. Another lyric that I was like, whoa, like literally made me like stop. I was like, whoa. Um, It says, even death, it says, even death proclaims your fame. Mm. Yes. I literally like Mm. did not have words for the longest time after I read that and heard it too, because I was like, whoa, I never thought about it that way. And it's just, it's so true though. And I was just, I'm like speechless over that lyric. (laughs) Yeah. No. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, that lyric gets me. And it's yeah. so funny. Just as you said that, I was like, that's another good lyric. So I love that. <laughs> I was really just thinking of that. But yeah, like, that's just so true mm-hmm. that, gosh, that's one that you really, like I said, like, I've sat with this song so much. And I feel mm-hmm. like every time I listen to it, there's something else. And I'm like, okay, yes. I'm gonna take the next two weeks to like, yeah. dissect this one line of this song. Oh, that's when you know it's so good. It is so good. Yes. Like, because they're, when I was watching that video, they said the chorus was built on spain the chorus was built on spontaneous worship. Mm, yeah. And then you have scripture. So yes. add the Holy Spirit's presence and scripture. You got a song that's going to be alive for forever because it's alive and active because oh. of the Holy Spirit. That's like, right. That's right. It's yes. so good. Like yeah. I remember I actually listened to it for the first time yesterday yeah. and I was like, whoa. And I needed that song yesterday. Like it was just such a like moment to be able to be like, okay, mm-hmm. Lord, I'm going to trust you in whatever I'm walking through. Yeah. Um, it's just such a, and like with what you just said, can you read that line one more time? Oh yes. Um, even, even death proclaims your fame. So when I think of the fame factor, I'm going to relate this back to both table for two and boldly. And I'm going to ask you guys a question mm. because we're dealing with social media in our ministry and a lot of social media, if it blows up, it can become famous. And I always think of the song famous for by Taryn Wells yeah. and just making mm-hmm. God's name famous rather than our own. Mm-hmm. How do you deal with the social media aspect of it? Because like for us right now, Kirsten, we've seen our social media just kind of keep rolling in followers, which is amazing. Yeah. But like, how do you allow the pride to lessen and God to strengthen? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that's actually like such a timely question for me. Mm-hmm. Um, because being that I am, you know, like I said, navigating life and master's program and podcasting Mm -hmm. like the lord has really been challenging me to not do anything more than what he says Mm -hmm. and like right now i've been in a season where i have kind of you know put podcasting on the back burner i've put social media in general on the back burner and i think being in the culture that we live in it can really feel like this pressure of like if you're not growing on social media if you're not looking at the newest social media marketing trends or whatever trying to figure out how to grow mm-hmm. your platform then like you're not gonna it's not gonna yeah. really gain traction right. and I think the Lord has just been not only 
challenging me to remember that like he's way bigger than that like mm-hmm. also at the same time literally we could wake up tomorrow and social media be gone like yeah. you know it's yeah. like Facts. It's, it's such a fleeting thing so mm-hmm. there's almost like for me it's been this anxiety of like I need to grow it but also mm-hmm. like what if we wake up tomorrow and social media doesn't even exist and yeah. you know that's the only option I have as far as like you know gaining traction or whatever but I think yeah the Lord just been challenging challenging me and realizing that at the end of the day, I want to build a ministry around the podcast and ministry apart from Jesus is just simply just doing what everyone else is doing. Like it is just striving for fame. And so for me, I've just been navigating trusting God when he tells me not to act and to just let his spirit be the guiding force behind it. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, really, I've just been navigating it by not even touching it right now. Yeah, um, and that's okay. But if, <laughs> Yeah, but if I had to speak to different seasons, I think just, again, like we've said, keeping our eye on, you know, the main thing Mm -hmm. and that being Jesus and just wanting it to be about him and encouraging him and pointing others to him. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, I think I think it kind of goes both ways. Like there is a fear of what if it does blow up? Like then what? (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) um, At the end of the day, I'm just remembering that if I keep the main thing, the main thing and I just... Mm -hmm keep it about Jesus, then either way it goes, like, that's what matters. And even if it's just one person or 1000 people, at the end of the day, like, I've got to remember it's about Jesus and Mm -hmm. not me and not about the numbers. Mm -hmm. Yes. It's so good. Yes. So as you were talking, as trying to think about my answer, and I think that sometimes Actually, you know, it's so funny because, you know, who told me this? Elizabeth Turnmeyer. Um, <laughs> and she had said, sometimes she had said, your testimony is not about you. Mm. And that was like huge for me to hear, like when she told me that. And I think that reflecting on that word, it showed me that like some of the hard, hard things I went through and some of the good, good things I've been through they may not have even been about me. Mm -hmm. They may have been to put me in a place where I could relate to someone in the future and share the gospel with them. And they were saved. And that was literally the whole reason I might've gone Mm -hmm. through something. So because of knowing that information, when I apply it to boldly and like social media and, and all of this stuff, like it's very possible that the reason that boldly created was even started is for somebody we've already reached. Mm -hmm. And I think that like knowing that, it can give me, I guess, more of a peace knowing that like, if we grow, we grow. And if we don't, we don't, but either way we've reached who it's supposed to be for. But on the flip side, we may not have reached that person yet or that group of people or that hundred people that he's thought of, you know, like he knows and we don't, but the whole point is that like, either way he is at the center and we are going to be doing boldly until he tells us to stop. Um, so I think just knowing that like, He's in the driver's seat. He's at the center of our relationship. He's at the center of the relationships we have with people on the podcast that we talk to and knowing that like either way, it's all for his glory Mm -hmm. because he's the one who speaks for us anyway. This is his podcast anyway. So, yeah. Yeah. Shoot, girl. That might've been the best thing you've ever said on that microphone. Oh, dang. No, legit. (laughs) (laughs) Cause you said, you said, um, we may have reached that person anyway. And like, as you were saying that I was like, well, I think that person was us Mm. because Mm. our testimonies are a reason why we're in this. And you were saying that thing that I've walked through, that was the hardest thing. It wasn't even about me. Mm -hmm. And I know your hard thing, you know, my hard thing Mm -hmm. and that hard thing led us to here. Mm -hmm. So like Mm -hmm. that was like, yeah, that 
Shoot, girl. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Psalms 10.4 is what I went back to when you were speaking, Kirsten, and it says, in his pride, the wicked man does not seek him. In all his thoughts, there is no room for God. Mm. And I remember I read that and I was like, dang, I got to highlight this because <laughs> in the past, I've really struggled with pride, especially when I was in leadership positions on campus and um, really felt like all the power and all that stuff. But I was like, when I read that, I was like, yeah, like, when you have that prideful heart, you're not going to seek him because you think you're in control and that you have the power and that you are the most important thing. So if you think that, why would you need God? Right. Mm -hmm. So I think like whenever we see all these new followers come into Boldly, it makes me happy because I think it's one more for him. Right. I don't even really think about like Boldly as a whole. I just think of like, yeah. wow, like they're going to get to experience Jesus right. because that's yeah. our purpose. Because that's what we're reflecting. That's mm -hmm. what we're pushing up. Paul, we're trying to imitate. Imitate yeah. us as we imitate Christ. Oh, we're so good. Yeah. So good. <laughs> oh, Paul. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And I just want to like kind of affirm like what you were just saying, Addison, about the fact that sometimes like even in what you guys are doing with Boldly, like it could be about your testimonies and you've already reached the person being yourself. And something else that the Lord has been teaching me is, even in, you know, speaking about social media and results, like at the end of the day, it's more about the fact that God cares about who mm -hmm. we're becoming in whatever it is yeah. that we're doing than whatever the outcome turned out to be. And I think that's another thing that helps me navigate, you know, following and, you know, trying to even get to a certain goal with the podcast, like mm -hmm. yeah. remembering that there's a healthy balance in that. But also at the end of the day, God cares more about, how he's refining me and what he's doing and who I'm yeah. becoming in the process of trying to be a podcaster. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Kirsten, I have a question for you. So what I've been asking every guest that's come on so far is in this season that you're in right now, does worship look different for you? And if so, how, like, what does it look like with you um, doing everything that you had just said you were doing? Yes. <laughs> yes. It looks very different for me. Um, especially given that for a couple of years I was a worship leader. Um, and you know, obviously that wasn't my only worship, but it can be so easy to equate what we do in ministry to like, mm -hmm. you know, be our time with God or, um, almost be like a substitute. And it's never meant to be that way. But I think ministry in every season, so it can be easy to make that the thing and what your way of worship looks like. Um, and I think in every season, the Lord is kind of trying to remind me that worship is more about the heart posture than what you're doing. Mm. And so lately, my worship has looked a lot less like singing on a platform or, you know, <laughs> um, picking up my guitar and really just thinking about the ways I can worship Him outside of typical worship singing yeah. music, what that looks like. Yes. Um, and so lately my worship has looked a lot like pressing through and doing a paper and mm. calling on the Holy Spirit to help yes. me through it. Um, and then praising him when I hit that submit button. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, I'm just realizing that like my worship looks like whatever my next yes to God is, like mm, big or small, that is my worship. And so I think, yeah, just for me in this season, my worship has simply looked like whatever it is God is telling me to say yes to, mm. whatever that looks like, that's been my worship lately. Mm, I love that. I love that. It's so simple, but it's like so powerful at the same time. Like, I love that. <laughs> it's so easy. <laughs> easy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> so good. This whole time we've been talking about the song, all I can think about is really anxiety. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think that anxiety is one of those things. And there's a lot of other things, but this is just something personal that like when I have anxiety, my brain is just like the silliest thing in the world. Like you can ask Lily, like she has her first <laughs> row seat to that. And I'm so apologetic to that. Oh my God. But like, I allow it to just consume me. And I have all of these like hypothetical situations and just like, it just goes in circles. And I'm like, if I really just turned to the Lord and laid it at his feet, how much easier would my life be? <laughs> Literally. Yeah. Like I would probably, like I, she sent me a TikTok today and it said, um, go look at your car and that's your mental space. But I was like getting <laughs> yes. defensive in my head because I was like, my car's clean, but my mind is not. Oh so like, why, why is my mind looking like a 12 year old if they had a car, but my car <laughs> looks like someone, it was just so funny. That is funny. And I was just like, the whole time I was listening to the song, preparing for this episode, I was just like, I allow my flesh and my anxiety and the sin of that just to overwhelm my brain. And then mm. make me walk in such bitterness sometimes. But like mm. he is bigger than my anxiety. He is mm. bigger than my troubles. He is bigger than yeah. blank. So like that's what I have to remember and remind myself. And then I can walk in freedom. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's the way to do it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> She's probably like, yeah, listen to your thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I think that's that's so good. And just adding to that, like, I think it's so cool to just remember at the end of the day when I listen to this song that only the things that come with the presence of Jesus are what we can have in the presence of Jesus. And it's really been like a good thing for me, like speaking of anxiety, like when I think about Jesus, like once I enter his presence, when I start worshiping, Mm -hmm. when I start declaring truth, like anxiety has no choice but to leave. That's right. That's right. And so I think, yeah, that's like this song is just in so many ways, it's such a constant reminder of like, whatever it is you're facing, like it's going to be demolished by the presence of Jesus. Mm-hmm. So like, just get in the presence of Jesus, declare his name, ask him to fill maybe your car, you know, <laughs> that space. <laughs> whatever it is that you're every year at the minute the name of Jesus is spoken, the minute you're in his mm-hmm. presence, like everything else that doesn't come, like we said, freedom, healing all the things, mm-hmm. everything else just has to go. So yeah, that's right. yeah it's easier in his presence. Mm. So good. That's a word. <laughs> yeah. In the words <laughs> of Kirsten. <laughs> mm. Well, this was a good episode. Yeah, it was. I think Dream yeah. Big Part 2 needs to happen next year. Girl, you tell me when. Uh, yes. <laughs> I think that we need to come back together or do the podcast convention, whatever needs to happen. Uh, yes, 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 yes. Like, I think that the world needs to watch out if the three of us come together again because <laughs> oh, yeah. God's got big plans with that. <laughs> oh, boy. Amen. <laughs> All right, you guys, stay tuned for Flavor of the Week. All right, y'all, it's time for Flavor of the Week. So to get us started, we're going to get started with our guest, Kirsten. So Kirsten, Mm -hmm. what is your Flavor of the Week this week? Yes, my Flavor of the Week this week has been a podcast, and that podcast is the Handlebar Podcast. Yes, it's so good. If you're looking for a podcast that is short and simple 
and we'll leave you with some practical tips. I highly recommend the Handlebar podcast. It's so good. Oh, yes. That sounds good. What about you, Addison? Mine's a song. It's called Caught in the Reeds by Chris Renzema. I talk to God like a friend and still doubted him. Saw the ocean split wide and still wondered why. So good. Chris just can't fail. He can't. It's a vibe. It's a vibe, y'all. I just listened to that earlier. So So good. What about you, Lily? Mine is a song called Sweet Jesus by Crowder and Maverick City Music. It's from his Milk and Honey album. It's so good. You just got to listen to it. Sweet Jesus. Sweetest name I know. Say his name. Won't stop shaking. Say his name. Well, that is all for this week's episode. Kirsten, thank you so much for being here. We love you. I love you guys. Uh, We love you. We will talk to you all next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.